Okay, everyone. It's Thursday. I'm Andrew Dowd. It's time for our Happening in the Hamptons podcast, our weekly breakdown of the Hamptons market, new listings, and events on the East End. We are sponsored today by New York Title Abstract, the Hamptons' leading title insurance firm. Visit NewYorkTitle.com. Joining us today is Dave Retiner. He is back. Good to be back. It is good to be. Well, it's it's certainly not <laughs> a, as warm as the Dominican Republic, I, I'm assuming, but uh, good to have you back. And Steve has set sail for warmer destinations now, so he's in Florida, I think. Yeah, he's uh, doing the Disney parade. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Two kids in tow. That's okay. So Steve's yeah. Steve's yeah. busy. Yeah. All right. So so Steve's out today, but we have Dave, myself, and today Darius Narizano. How are you, sir? Terrific. Thanks for having me, guys. He's a return guest. It's been a little while, so it's good to have you back. And I like today's headline. We're calling this, You Can't Lose in Hamptons Real Estate. Darius says you can't lose. What does that mean? How can you not lose? Yeah, how is that possible? Well, Dave told me anyone who's listening to this podcast only wants to know one thing, and that is if this is a good time to buy real estate. So rather than throw a bunch of math against the wall, which right. is, if you know me, that's totally not in my nature, I thought better me to neither. talk... <laughs> I'm not a math guy either. I thought better to talk common sense, practical knowledge, right? Okay. So my experience teaches me that there's never been a wrong time to buy real estate in the Hamptons, as long as you can afford to buy and hold it. Right. Of course you should buy smart, right? You still want location, condition, and most important, that this is the property that excites you, that you want to live in it or mm -hmm. invest in it. Right. It, it's not about whether it's at its cheapest price. If you can get it, even if you buy at the top of the market that you're in, mm -hmm. with a little bit of time, you'll be a winner, as long as you can afford to buy it and hold it. Right? And, and there is no example of losing in the, in, in the history of the Hamptons. Not if you buy smart. I mean, you'd have to... You'd have well, to, no, where you can as hold it as long as you, as long as you hold it. As long as you can hold on to it, right? Yeah. I mean, look... I believe this is the best place on earth to live for beauty, quality of life. I agree with that. Market stability and growth as well, mm -hmm. right? But from my experience, the only way to lose in our market is to overextend yourself and be forced to sell at the wrong time, right? As long as you can hang on, you'll always win in the end, even if you overpay up front. Well, what I'm trying to understand is something that you spoke about a little bit prior to the podcast, you were talking about how you've always heard in your 41 years of living out here that you've, yeah. it's always overpriced. It's the, it's always going up too fast. It's that, always, that's not quite what I, oh, what okay. I was what saying, right? saying. So I've been here for 41 years. I came here in 1982 right. and I remember, I think the first day I was here in the Hamptons and it was Southampton. Then I was told that the market was unsustainable, mm -hmm. that, there was going to be a correction. And right. I think I've heard that every year since that there's going to be a correction. The sky is falling, but right. it never happens. Just, just wait, it, you'll it get doubles. a better time to buy. Yeah. yeah, right. yeah. And everyone I mean, kicks themselves every year. You look, the population keeps growing. Mm. And yet at the same time, there's not more real estate because they're not making it anymore. Right. <laughs> right. So, right. The real value is the land. You know, it's like where, where the house is, the location, and when you're talking about the Hamptons, it's all valuable. Well, all but what property is that? Does that mean? Right. So does right. that mean, like, twenty years from now, 
property that's normally $2 million is going to be three, $4 million. These oceanfront properties will be $200 million. Like, is that really, is that, the, is that really the future? It's so hard to imagine. But then again, I never thought that eggs would be $8. Unless the dozen. economy stalls, I guess. I mean, I'm not an economist, right? No, but, but as that's long what's as happened. salaries that's go what's up, happened in as the last long as inflation years. happens, yeah. then it, property will rise at the same rate. I mean, right. really property is a hedge against inflation. I mean, there's, there's no better hedge against inflation or the volatility of today's stock market mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Than, than our real estate, right? Right. It's the best thing to buy. Look, think about it. We all have so many stories of the properties that we, we would have, should have, right. could have purchased, but didn't because we thought at that time that it was too rich for our blood. We couldn't quite afford it. And then we right. look back at it oh and God, we man. realize, oh my God, it was actually- It would have been a life-changing thing. You know, yeah. yeah. And the gains would have been huge, right? But I challenge you, do you have any stories about a property in the last 10 years that you didn't buy because um, you, you, you thought it was a mistake and then you realize now you dodged a bullet? That it, yeah. that it wouldn't have been a good thing to buy? No, because every property, even the ones that were most expensive, have gone up. You know, and they always have consistently. There's never been a time. I mean, I think we'd have to have the rise of the sea level or right. a nuclear attack. For right. Something really And crazy. if that happens, then... Then, we all, it, then everyone yeah, loses. Exactly. Yeah. Hmm. So, you know, I mean, you I kind think... Of sound, you know, go ahead. I, I think back to like my own experience. I've only been out here six years, I guess now. Yeah, six. And when we first moved out here, you know, we bought a house. We lived in it for a year. Um, we found another one that was like the right house, the right time, the right price, all that kind of stuff. And we really wanted to keep the house we were in as a rental property and buy the next thing. And, you know, we were like, well, yeah, you're smart with that. What stuff. was, what ended up happening was we really, uh, at the time, it made sense to sell the house and use the profits from that as a down payment for the next one. So it got us to the next level. But I look back and I'm like, man, so you just doubled down. I doubled really down. wish yeah. we had kept it. Yeah, I really yeah, wish yeah. we had found a way. And I, I don't know what the way would have been, but it just would have been cool. You like, could have got a renter or something. You know, so we looked into it. I mean, we, we looked and we had people come by and it's just like the, the rental prices for where we needed it to be weren't where they are, but they would have been there now. Right. You know right, what I mean? And that's like, it would have been a slam dunk to like get it rented now. Right. It's just the, the price we needed at the time wasn't quite where the market was. So... That's my, my coulda, shoulda, woulda. It's not that, yeah. it's not like, oh, I wish I had bought it. It's I wish I had kept it. Yeah. You know, one of the smartest agents I know, who's a Saunders agent, Ed Brule, mm -hmm. his like motto is buy and never sell. Right? Yeah. Right? And, yeah, yeah. And in a perfect world, I mean, I agree with him and I think that would be terrific. It hasn't right. worked out that way in my life because of resources. I continue to buy things, improve them, and then sell them and then be able to get something else. And that's right. another way to right. go for for a lot of sure. people. But if you could do what you were saying and 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 continue to buy properties every year, right. put renters in them and they're paying for the property. I mean, that's the ideal right. situation. Yeah. The thing for me that in terms of real estate that I think it's really hard to educate people on, at least for myself, it was really hard for me to learn this is 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 that a house is money like a house is money but it's also something that you live in so what i mean by that is is like when somebody goes to sell their house 90 percent of the time it's because they need money 
You know, 90% of the time it's because, oh, well, we don't have, we don't, we have, we need the money, so we have to sell it. And it's, you know, that, but when you go to buy, you think that you're giving money away in your, psychologically. It feels like you're buying like a, like coffee, or it feels like you're buying this like crazy expensive item, like a car or something. But what you're buying is a real asset that's like worth something. And it, interchangeable for money. I mean, the, and, and it's, I feel like that's such a hard thing to learn with real estate. It's easy to learn it with the stock market because you can buy and sell it so fast, but there's something about real estate that like people just don't realize so easily that it's almost a risk to not do it. You know, because in the end, you have nothing if you're not saving m- money in the bank. Versus, well, the thing if you're is, putting it towards your mortgage, it's paid off and it's worth. Dave, you can't money. you can't live in your bank account. Mm-hmm. You right. can't live in your stock yeah, portfolio. It's so hard to it's learn. It's so that. much more with property. Yeah. The things that you can do with it, besides living in it or monetizing it by renting it mm-hmm. or selling it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the the whole point, the bottom line is, in my opinion, I don't believe that you can lose in the Hamptons real estate market unless you can't hold on. And that's why you need that insulation for the point that you made out. If you need money and you have to sell because of an illness or something else that comes along, then all of a sudden you're forced to sell and that's where you can lose. Right, right. If so, you haven't had it long enough, yeah, you know, but if you, if, if this right. is an asset you've had for 10, 15, or, 20 years and it's appreciated now, all of a sudden that that's money that you're, you're, you're cashing out on for whatever the, the current need might be. Right. Well, yeah. you can't time the market. Right. We all know that. And but it's we so do hard know, to think. Like when we are in a seller's market, mm-hmm. we know that that's the best time to sell and monetize your property. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to sell it in a downturn if you don't have to. The only right. time you sell in a downturn is if you're forced to. It's just so hard to think, I think, for especially for younger people, it's so hard to think 25 years out. You know, it's so hard to think 25 years out. But if you can wrap your mind around thinking that way, where you're thinking, oh, you know, I think when you have kids you can start thinking that way because you start thinking, well, what's my daughter going to be like when she's 25, you know, Mm -hmm. that's 25 years away. And you can kind of envision the path on how to get there. Mm -hmm. But um, when you're younger and you're looking to buy real estate, uh, it's so hard to say, well, I don't know where I'm going to be in 25 years. I might not, I could be in a totally different field or whatever. And if you can start understanding that, 20 years goes by fast. Like I'm 40. <laughs> and when I think about how long ago I was when I was 20, that does not feel like a long time. This year is my 20 year high school. But that was 20 years yeah. ago. Oh, you know, just that wait. Was 20 man. years ago. Yeah. I'm going to be 60 <laughs> in a couple of months. I just say to myself, and I'm remember, still 25. You know? Right? <laughs> I remember being 20 and being like, oh, you know. I wish I could buy some real estate or whatever, but I'm not going to do that because, you know, I might live in India or something. You know what I mean? Like I remember not being able to think past the the next weekend, you know, Mm -hmm. but if you can get that long-term thinking and realize that time marches on, you know, you can really set up with with Hamptons real estate using this strategy you're talking about uh, a way you can't lose. And, and a lot of people, 
look for that and they don't realize it's right in front of their face. You know? Well, like you said, time goes by yeah. and you can't even believe that 20 years have gone by of a mortgage. Yeah. Right. That you, that you have somebody else renting the left. house anyway, yeah. so you're not even paying it right. yourself. I mean, but you think about it in terms of... This is where you want to be. In that terms, let's just say you buy a property as, as an investment. You're like, you get a 30-year mortgage on it. And if you did that when the rates were 3%, then good on you, right? So you have somebody in there they're paying your mortgage. You make, you know, whatever, whatever the number is, a couple hundred bucks, a couple thousand dollars, whatever you can, you know, your, your, your cash flows for that month. So now every month your mortgage is getting paid for and then some. And then at the end of 30 years, which is coming whether you're ready or not, you know, it, your mortgage is paid off by somebody else. You've made money in the meantime. And then you have, uh, you know, just straight cash flow coming in after that. Yeah. It's like a, it's a great plan for retirement. Hmm. Um, if you can, if you can think that that far ahead. My question though for you, Darius, is is you're saying you know it's it's you can't lose as long as um, you, you know you can afford to hold on to it. So is there a well nobody can necessarily time the market. Everybody tries certainly, but is there a magic number like five years, seven years that you think is, is kind of the bare minimum to hold on to something or is it dependent on the property? Well, it all depends with, if you could hold on for, I mean, yeah, it all depends on your personal plan. Really. Mm -hmm. It, my whole thing is when I say that you can't lose, it's as long as you don't sell it in the downturn, we okay. know from history, as long as we can see back, it only goes up. Right. right. When it when it stagnates or drops slightly, it's only for a very short period of time, and then you have the next right. boom, and it just goes up. So it, there's because never been a time that it we, actually goes back and stays down. Right. Well, because so, when things go down, people the, people want this stuff. People right. want real estate. They they yeah. want uh, Hamptons real estate in particular. So when you it goes can. down, it's like an immediate. Oh my God, it's down. Let's get in. You know? <laughs> right. And there's certainly plenty so, of buyers that are like, I, <laughs> they've yeah. been saying, it's like I'm going to wait for it to to go back down. Whatever down. Well, look, means. I know I know plenty of people. You know, growing up out here, I know plenty of people that you know are you know. 40 or or a little older and um never made the never made the decision to buy property and they'll still say oh it's too i'm waiting for it to come down and i'm like look man you're gonna be saying that to you 60 man you know it's just just do it you know like right it's like get yeah, married yeah, right you know it's like if you want to have a kid and you want to get married it's like there comes there comes there's there's a come to jesus moment it's like you know you gotta <laughs> You got to just do it. Yeah. You know? And a lot of people have that problem in this particular market because this is a very tenuous market with the stock market doing what it's doing right now, and which is up and down and up and down and up and down and interest rates and, and war in Ukraine and all these other things. People are, mm -hmm. are have a tendency to just watch and mm -hmm. see what's going on but and, and think things have to come down. Right. They've got to come down at some point. If we have a recession, they'll come down. But that's not necessarily true. If people don't have to sell, they're not going to sell. Right. And so some things might sell, but the, uh, the, yeah. the, the, the trick is if you see something that you see yourself in and you can afford it, buy mm -hmm. it. Yep. Yeah. It's very, buy very, it. very, very There's, good You advice. can't time the market. Like it's you like, said, Dave, 
you know, it might be up instead, and then you've lost your moment right. to get in, and somebody else buys it, and then they don't sell it for 50 years. It's so almost it's almost so it. simple. You're like, if you see something you like and you can afford it, buy it. Uh, oh, that's really? Not, that's it? it. That's <laughs> not, it is and it isn't. Yeah. It is and it isn't. Um, let's, uh, Darius, do you have any any properties or listings that you want to mention while we got the got you on the podcast today? Well, sure, I've got one brand new construction, 1168. Oh, this is a one. I, I love this property. Yeah, this Kiln Road, cool. five acres in Sag Harbor, Modern Barn. Um, that has a, such a cool fireplace in the middle. It's like so grand. You walk in and it's really just well like thought huge out. ceilings. Yeah. And then there's yeah. like this huge fireplace right in the middle. Of the if room. you haven't seen it, I'll be there again this Saturday from 12 to 2 p.m. Mm -hmm. 1168 Brick Hill Road. Come okay. and check it out. Beautiful house. Mm -hmm. Very Beautiful nice. Construction for sure. Yeah. Um, pool, pool house. That's pool, everything. pool yeah. house, 8,400 finished square feet. Again, on five acres, three-tenths of a mile from Mashashimowit Park. Yeah. It's a good one. 7995? Exactly. We it just is. dropped it, 600000 So Okay. Now it's at uh, 7995. Ready for move-in, ready for summer. Darius yes, is a very uh, aggressive seller's agent in terms of pre presentation of the house. He, I remember I went to an open house, and the whole place smelled like cinnamon and apples. And I was like... <laughs> Are you, what the hell's going on here? And he had uh, apple cider going. Yeah, I don't make like, a pie. <laughs> Hot apple cider. It smells so terrific through the house. They bake, bake cookies <laughs> or an open house or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, whatever works, right? Yeah. Um, works. It makes me feel good. That, Aromatherapy. Yeah, sure. Yeah. It'd be nice to just have that in the office all the time. Just have some like cinnamon apple pie cooking you know apple cider cooking. talk to steve about that when he gets back yeah. um <laughs> speaking of uh we're gonna let dave take a crack at the numbers this yes. week since uh since steve's not here so go for it all right hello steve i hope you are enjoying disney but here are the numbers this is for the week of 131 2023 over the past week there were 17 listings that went into contract from westhampton to montauk compared to this week Last year, there were 37 listings that went into contract, which is a year-over-year -year decrease of 54%. Same week in 2021, there were 63 listings that went into contract compared to the week last in 2023. It's a decrease of 73%. The breakdown of these 17 transactions are one between 10 and 20, three between four and six, three between two and four, and 10 under two million. So under two, under two million, 10. Over the past week, the dollar volume was 48 million compared to the same week last year, 2022. The dollar volume was 101 million. This is a decrease of 52%. The same week in 2021, the dollar volume was 152 million compared to the past week in 2023. It's a decrease of 68%. This past week, there were 29 new listings coming onto the market with 17 listings going into contract. This increases the inventory by 12 listings. And the breakdown of these 29 new listings are five between 10 and 20, two between eight and 10, two between six and eight, two between four and six, 12 between two and four, and six under two million. The overall inventory as of February 7th, 2023 is 1,633 total listings active and in contract. And there are 1,206 active listings and 427 in-contract listings. So that is your weekly breakdown. So, so low inventory still. Low inventory still, but it you know, 
12 plus new listings. That's kind of a new number. Mm-hmm. That's kind of a new number. I mean, nice to see, you know, that I like seeing the new listings on the market because I want to see more transactional activity with the agents, you know? I think that's, so, so uh, you know, you're talking about uh, this being a seller's market, right? There's no, not yes, a ton of inventory. And so people would say, well, I'm going to wait for it to be a buyer's market and then I will buy whatever that, whatever that looks like. Right. And you're saying Darius that if you find the right property, even if it's peak of the market as you know, whatever, whenever you can define that or whatever that looks like, you would say still buy now because looking down the road, chances are, even if it's at the height right now, it's still going to be higher down the line. There's no crystal ball. Yeah. You you don't know that it's actually going to go down at all either. Mm -hmm. We could just, you know, the economy could just take a bounce and it can, and keep going. I mean, you can, wait for a bargain forever and not get there as yeah. Dave was saying and before that's, that's 20 very, years goes very by real thing it. it's kind what of like you playing know lottery sure is that for sure <laughs> it's going like to go up lottery, so you there. find what you want <laughs> it's not right. like playing the lottery no no so here's all right here's my analogy for this right <laughs> if you can't afford it don't one. do it think about well there's that but think yeah. about this the you know there are there are folks that'll go and they'll play the lottery every day or okay. once a week or whatever the case is. I had a friend whose dad, he was always like, he'd always buy a lottery ticket, right? And I think it was just kind of like a fun thing for him, but it was like, surely one of them will hit, right? Mm, and then you're waiting, and you're, so. waiting <laughs> and you're waiting and you're waiting and you're waiting and it never happens. Oh, you mean waiting to buy. Waiting to buy. Oh, you're I like, I'm going to wait. The, the uh, next, okay. yeah. next year it's is like the winner. Good luck. The yeah, next yeah, ticket's yeah, the yeah. winner. Yeah, and it's yeah, like, yeah. You could wait forever yeah. and still not hit you the jackpot. Li- and you most likely will wait forever if you go with that mindset. Does that analogy make a little bit more now sense? Now it makes more Something. sense. Something. Yeah, yeah. Maybe not the best one, but that's what I'm going with. Again, the really important thing, though, is if you can't afford to necessarily hold on, then it's a total gamble. Right. Because okay. So there maybe you go. it will go up and you're going to win, but if something right. happens and you're forced to right. sell, and those are the guys in distress, money back. Yeah. yeah, you know, you could lose a lot of money. You could lose everything. Right. So you have to be able. Those to are the investors to that, hold on. Yeah, and 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 those investors when they get caught with their pants down, that's yeah. really where people get, uh, you know, hear the horror stories. Right. And, yeah. That's where you get and, hurt. And you don't want to be you. I mean, if you want to be that kind of an investor. You know what you're going for, and you're going for broke, you know, and um, which is fine. Swinging for the fences, though, you know. Yeah. But if you're like, you know, most I would say most of your clients. I mean, you have a couple. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had a, an investor? Mm-hmm. Most of your clients, you know, mm-hmm. you give them that straight up advice, which is, you know, buy what you can afford and stick with it, and you can't lose. And I really love that. I like you're, that. you're a smart. Um, He's a smart guy. Yeah, he's a smart guy. All day. Well, you, know, oh, Darius, knock on wood. you know, when you, <laughs> you know, you kind of, ha- you know, Darius is locally came out here. You know, it's like, it's not like you can go and work for Goldman Sachs while you live out here. You know what I mean? Like out here, it's do or die if you're local with real estate. You either, you know, get in, get, figure out how to buy real estate and figure out, you know, some kind of service job. You worked, I remember you worked uh, uh, as a, uh, a house manager for a while, you know. I was actually a butler administrator, executive a, assistant a for thirty years, <laughs> yeah. managing five homes and in four like different countries. Fabulous, that's like a really fantastic job out here, and it's like, you know. But if you don't take the plunge, it's like, in terms of buying real estate, it's like everyone just washes out. They move to North Carolina, they they leave, and it's kind of sad. I know a lot of locals that just kind of. That just kind of leave, you know, you got to make it happen. I did the opposite. 
Hey, you did the opposite. Came, came, came from, from North, North Carolina, Carolina to New York. And, and came right in. Um, all right, I'm going to send it back to Dave because oh, he's yeah. also about this. our... So, oh, what to do, Our right? what to do guy yeah, this so weekend. This is the Dave show with so, Darius. I'm yeah, just here to, right. here to listen. Amon is, is, in Bridgehampton is bringing back world-famous karaoke Saturday. That just kind of sounded like a Darius one, so I decided to go with that one. But if you want to do karaoke Saturday, 9 p.m., it's a good time. Amon in Bridgehampton uh, is the place to do it, I'm sure. The place for karaoke. I am sure that is a hilarious way to spend an evening in the Hamptons. And you're going to be there, Dave, on Saturday? Uh, I I could do it. I could. What's your karaoke song? Oof, that's a good question. Just don't say uh, Journey, right? That's like, no. a, like, don't stop believing. It would definitely be like Piano Man. That would probably mm. be. That's got to be at least a top three. That's probably right? my karaoke yeah. song. All right, so uh, another thing, this is super cool, and a very wonderful local band is uh, the. if you're looking for an option to enjoy the Super Bowl in the Hamptons, then you should look no further than Best Pizza and Dive Bar on the Napig Stretch. Oh. So that's Sunday, February 12th. From 4 to 5 p.m., the local band, the Cherry Bombs, will be performing a pregame show before the big game, so you can watch a live performance. They have good pizza too. Rock. I've I've had pizza there. Well, there you go. Have you? I've never. I heard it's the best. Yeah, it's I've very never, good. I've never been there. Oh God, that's a Darius joke. And it's right a nice there. setting. Yeah. Well, now that you're a dad, you can tell those jokes. <laughs> <laughs> and then, in terms of Valentine's Day, what do you do for Valentine's Day? That is the question in the Hamptons. So, Nick and Tony's, I think, is my number one mm. restaurant for Valentine's Day, and my number two restaurant for Valentine's Day would be Pierre's. And my number three. See, I thought you were going to say seventeen seventy house. I'm I'm about to say that for number three. Mm. I'm about to say that for number three. Yeah, Those good are choice. my top three picks for Valentine's Day. If anyone out there is looking to do Valentine's Day, or or if you want to make go out to Montauk, you go to Gurney's. Valentine's mm, yeah, mm. you go to Gurney's. Gurney's is good. That's your Friday, Saturday, and Sunday in the Hamptons. Big weekend, man. I'm. You know I'm excited for Sunday. <laughs> I'm not even here are. to like talk trash to Steve because I'm pretty sure he's a Giants fan. <laughs> Eagles are in it. I feel like you were like you were like crying with happiness when they won. When was that? That was like, the, when they. That was five, that was like years, five ago. years ago. And yeah. I drove you were down. Like crying. Yeah, like I drove I like, down to watch with so my high school happy. friends <laughs> and woke up at three o'clock in the morning just to drive back. Yeah. To come to work the next day. Yeah, we've been wow. Have we been working here too long? Yeah, that was, I don't that was, know. That was five Steve years. was like, I woke up at nine o'clock. He's like, you came in today. I'm like, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, I got to work today. He's like, I'm just, you know, yeah, yeah, wasn't yeah. expecting to see you today. All right, so, we, we gotta, so, go, so go birds. That's it. Um, so, all right, Darius, thank you. Good insight as always. And uh, Dave, excellent job filling in for Steve and our rundown of what's going on this weekend. That's it. I'm Andrew Dowd. That's Thursday. Everybody have a great weekend. Enjoy the Super Bowl. That's what's happening in the Hamptons. <laughs>